Hi, my name is Andy Chamberlain. I'm a writer and creative writing tutor, and you are listening to the Creative Writers Toolbelt, the podcast that gives you practical, accessible advice that you can apply straight away to your own writing. And welcome to episode 88 of the Creative Writers Toolbelt. I'm recording this just before Christmas 2016, and as the year draws to a close, I thought I'd take some time to reflect on my favourite reads of the year. First, though, I'd like to say thank you to you, listeners and subscribers, for continuing to support the podcast during this year. We've now reached 88 episodes and just over 300,000 downloads, and that's all very exciting, but the real joy for me is in being able to explore so many issues related to creative writing, and crucially, I hope I have given you some help with your work. I've benefited from what I've learned and I hope you have too. So here's to us, creative writers. Not many people outside writing understand why this is so important to us, but we carry on anyway because what else can we do? And I'd also like to say thank you to the guests who have appeared in the show this year. You know, this year I have learned so much about diversity and writing in a way which appreciates and respects and gives dignity to people from a diverse range of cultures and beliefs and sexual orientations. And a lot of that has been possible because of my wonderful guests. In March, I interviewed the authors Daniel Rosiolda and Nisi Shawl about the challenge of writing the other. And this was perhaps the most significant episode of the year. And there has been some stiff competition for that title. So it's been a delight to interview and learn from such a wide range of people. And my thanks, therefore, go out to Wendy H. Jones, Al Robertson, Daniel Hoseolda, Peter F. Hamilton, Ian MacDonald, Tom Hunter, Bob Hartman, Anne Perry, and to Nisi Shaw and Becky Chambers, both of whom featured in two episodes this year. And last but certainly not least, to Marcus Gipps, Stevie Finnegan, Jen McMenemy and Gillian Redfern, all of whom are on the staff at the Mighty Galantz imprint. And in other news, I am running a short survey until about the middle of January, from which I hope to get opinion from you listeners on the direction of the podcast and the kind of topics and guests that people want to hear from. So I'd be grateful if you could spare a few minutes to fill in the survey. It's 10 questions, 5 minutes. There will be a prize draw and also a free gift that I can offer to every respondent. All you need to do to fill in the survey is to go to my website, andrewjchamberlain.com and click on the link there. And of course, there will be a prize draw for this survey and everyone who sends me a response will get a free gift related to the Creative Writers Toolbelt Handbook, which is a manual which I'm going to publish next year around about autumn time and will contain all of the best advice and insight from the first 100 episodes of the podcast. So when you've listened to the podcast, please just go to andrewjchamberlain.com and fill in the survey for me. I'll be very grateful. Thank you. And so we come to my favourite books of the year. These are the books that I read in 2016 that I most enjoyed. And in the end, there were actually four novels plus a novella. And so in no particular order, here they are. First up, is The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet by Becky Chambers, published in 2015 by Hodescape. Becky has had an amazing year as recognition for her talent has spread and this book has attracted much attention since it was self-published by the author in 2014 and then snapped up for a commercial deal by Hod Escape in 2015. The science and sci-fi site io9 described it as this year's most delightful space opera and that pretty much sums it up. The book itself tells the story of Rosemary, a young clerk hired by the captain of an interstellar craft called the Wayfarer. 
The Wayfarer plies its trade by opening up hyperspace routes and pushing back the frontiers of space. Once on board, Rosemary meets and gets to know the diverse crew, a collection of sentient beings of different species. The story follows Rosemary's interaction with this eclectic mix of characters, as well as hinting at her own complex past. Now this book is rich with humanity and tenderness, which is all the more surprising since the humans are actually outnumbered by the aliens in it. And my sense is that, as well as standing on its own as a great read, this book may also herald a number of other works that explore the theme of humanity's engagement with other species and what that might say about how we engage with each other. It taps into a contemporary theme in the genre which is an exploration of what it is to be human and by extension how that humanity dictates how we deal with the other, the other tribe, the other gender, the other species, the alien. My next pick is from a writer who has been publishing in the fantastic genres for nearly 30 years. Ian MacDonald is a Northern Ireland-based author whose first book, Desolation Road, was published way back in 1988. He's known for his closely observed and exotic works, which explore in rich detail the political, cultural, social and economic environment of his books. Ian grew up in Northern Ireland and his work is shaped by his interpretation of the troubles that spanned 30 years of history there in the 60s to the 90s. His previous novels have been set in Brazil, Kenya, and in near future interpretations of Istanbul and India. And in 2015, he published Lunar New Moon through Galantz. And here, the setting moves from the terrestrial up into space. And this is one of my favourite novels of the year. We follow the fortunes of a number of mafia-like families, all vying with each other for control of the resources that the moon offers. The story focuses on one of those families, the Cortas. To give you an understanding of the kind of world this book is set in, on Ian MacDonald's Luna, there is no criminal law, merely civil law, and so our whole concept of justice is stood on its head. I have enjoyed Ian's previous work, including Brazil and the Dervish House, and Luna New Moon has all of the imaginative colour and bustle of those previous works. But in keeping with the harshness of the setting and the theme of the work, the author has developed a new voice for this book, and it's a voice that is lean and hard and direct. It's not brutish for its own sake, but it is a perfect complement to the energy and the intrigue. It's a compelling brutal, ingenious read, and I loved it. And I look forward to the sequel, Lunar Wolf Moon, which is out in early 2017. Next up is a work of fantasy, The Magicians by Lev Grossman, published in 2009 by Viking Press. Lev Grossman is one of those authors who transcends the great literary genre divide, and in producing a literary novel with a great storyline, he has given us the best of both worlds. In The Magicians, the first book in the trilogy, we follow the fortunes of Quentin Coldwater as he studies magic at Breakbills College, before travelling on to the mystical land of Fillory. He's joined in his adventures by contemporaries from Breakbills, Alice, a fiercely talented magician with whom he falls in love, Elliot and Janet, two older students, and the jokey but still highly able Josh, as well as Penny, who joined Breakbills at the same time as Quentin and Alice. The series pays some homage to the Harry Potter series and the Narnia books, but Grossman finds ways to do this without his work ever seeming derivative. Grossman's rich imagination seasons the story with magical creatures and adventures and with a perceptive and honest exploration of the nature of existential angst and the quest to find the purpose of life. This is certainly a book for adults rather than children. The Magicians is a clever, highly observant read and the excellence of Lev Grossman's writing is maintained all the way through the trilogy.
My next pick is another recently published work, The Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky, published in 2015 by Pan Macmillan. This book went on to win the Arthur C. Clarke Award in 2016 and has received critical acclaim. The Children of Time follows the struggles of one of the last human colonies to leave a doomed earth in a desperate search for a new homeworld. The colony travels in a generation ship searching out worlds that would have been terraformed by their ancestors and the ship finds one such world seemingly in a perfect state. But all is not as it seems as the humans find that they have to contend with the indigenous population whose abilities have been greatly enhanced by the efforts of those same ancestors. This is a book that combines an excellent storyline with a thoughtful and engaging treatment of the issues that might affect a human colony. It also explores our engagement with the other, taking a different but allied approach to the broad themes that we find in Becky Chambers' work. Adrian Tchaikovsky also manages to create believable characters who present a very credible range of emotions from brutality and desperation through to a very poignant longing. The story reveals the fragile and flawed nature of the human condition without lapsing into the wrong kind of sentimentality. And last but not least, we have a novella, and what a fine piece of work it is. This is The Emperor's Soul by Brandon Sanderson, published in 2012 by Tachyon. This novella tells the story of Shai, a forger of considerable talent, whose abilities allow her to forge not only near-perfect copies of inanimate objects, but also copies of people's souls. When she's caught trying to steal a priceless artifact, she is given a choice, either execution or forging a new soul for the critically ill emperor. Choosing to take on the immense challenge of forging a new soul, we then follow Shai as she takes on this challenge. Brandon Sanderson is definitely one of the finest fantasy authors writing today. He's an immensely clever, imaginative author. And furthermore, he is a great role model for aspiring authors everywhere. I would encourage you to listen to what he says, check out his videos on YouTube, and just discern his attitude towards the craft. Lots of lessons to learn there. And if I get the chance to interview him one day, I surely will. Now, I enjoy Brandon's work, but my frustration with his longer novels is that they're just a bit too slow. The tempo is just not quite fast enough for me. Now, I know some people love them and they're wonderful, but I think the discipline of the novella has been a benefit to Brandon Sanderson's work. This story is finely paced and the tempo is, in my opinion, pitched perfectly. A fantastic read. So these are my favourite books from amongst the wonderful books I've read this year. And I've had the privilege to read quite a lot of superb work in 2016. Before I summarise these titles for you again, I'd like to mention just a few other titles in the highly commended bracket. These would include the wonderfully joyous Akak Makak by Gareth Powell, a classic British sci-fi romp which I really enjoyed. Everfair by Nisi Shaw, a rich, dark and diverse, multi-layered imagining of how a slice of history from the Belgian Congo could have played out. The Fifth Season by N.K. Jemison, a book that imaginatively explores the impact of geology and magic on culture, race and society, as the inhabitants of the continent of the stillness endure a phase of cataclysmic climate change, the fifth season of the book's title. And Crashing Heaven by Al Robertson, another debut novel that works with the intriguing premise of a world where the corporations are the new gods. And that book features a wonderful character in the form of the puppet Hugo. So to conclude, my favourite reads for 2016 therefore were The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet by Becky Chambers, published by Hot Escape, Lunar New Moon by Ian MacDonald, published by Galantz, The Magicians by Lev Grossman, published by Viking Press, the Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky, published by Pam Macmillan, and the novella The Emperor's Soul by Brandon Sanderson, published by Tachyon. 
I hope you found this review interesting. If you have time, please do go and fill in the survey for the Creative Writers Tool Belt. Just go to my website, andrewjchamberlain.com and click on the link, or you can drop me a line directly. It's andrew at andrewjchamberlain.com and I will send you the link to that survey. So that's all for this episode and all for 2016. And today I have referred to the website io9, which can be found at www.io9.gizmodo.com. And so until next time, I hope you have a fantastic Christmas and New Year. And thank you again for listening and goodbye.